Hi, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to the Bronson Beard Podcast. Hello, tailgaters. How's it going out there? We're back for another episode of the Brats and Beers podcast. <laughs> Try my best announcer voice there. Um, what's up, guys? What are you guys doing? Not a whole lot, of man. Nice. Nice. Cool. Cool. Fun stuff. All right. Well, uh, we're here. Another episode. What are you guys? Uh, what are you guys drinking? Cody, you still on your uh, your dry January? So, uh, yeah, I've made it. I uh, Yesterday was the best day for me to drink because, uh, long story short, I ended up hurt, uh, hurting my back in the gym. So I was laid up on the couch. I was watching the horrendous NFC Championship game um, with teams that we shall not mention. And I was just looking at the brandy, and it was looking me back. And I was like, not today, Scott Trojan. And I didn't drink. Um, so all I got to do is make it through this work week and next weekend, and we're, we're home free. Wow, I'm proud of you, man. Good job. Yeah, dude, that's it. That's impressive, man. You're killing it. Um, Drew, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a Bud Light, but I just wanted to mention that I felt like Sean this weekend. I drank a uh, Dorothy's New World Lager. You guys ever heard of that before? No. Uh, it's Dorothy. a oh, yeah. Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. It was it was pretty good. Apparently, where, it's getting popular. Where's but... that from? Like Colorado or what? I have no idea. Nice. I will look it up later, but uh, it was good. So Nice. What about you? Gonna... Drinking another one of those Fifth Ward 007s. I had one left in my fridge, so that's my choice today again. It's pretty damn good. Awesome. Love it. Awesome. Um, all right. I have another fun question. It sounded like a lot of people liked the one last week, and I thought it was pretty funny. So here's another good one for you guys. Um, what vegetable would you pick for a fight against a 10-year-old? <laughs> like... I have to use the vegetable against yes, the 10-year-old? Yes, that's your weapon against the 10-year-old. This is easy. I'll let Drew go first. Or maybe you should go first since you already know. Let me think. I don't want to change my answer, but I might change my answer. No, fuck it. Give me a butternut squash because <laughs> they're giant and they're pretty dense. So if I whack that dude in the head with a butternut squash, I think he's going down with one hit. It's not going to break open as easy as like a, um, a pumpkin or something. So if he doesn't go down, I got a few more hits before it starts breaking. And they got those big stems on there. So worst case scenario, I just give him a few stabs in the neck. Are we trying to kill him or just hurt him badly? Uh, just wound him so he can't, he won't like come at you again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So give me that, give me that squash. Um, I get to pick the squash. I want, I want a nice one that's not quite ripe. So it's still pretty solid. Um, yeah. Drew. <laughs> Damn, dude. Drew, what are you going with? I'm going the exact opposite. I'm going to get some asparagus and I'm going to grill it so it's like how I cook my burgers, just completely burnt. <laughs> I'm going to throw them like ninja darts right at that 10 year old's throat. So basically, we both killed the 10 year old. Wait. We were, we were just supposed to hurt him a little bit, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use a, a large cucumber that I also pick out and then I'm just going to beat him. <laughs> I'm also gonna eat the cucumber after because I love cucumbers. So I'm just gonna whoop them with it and then uh, and then eat the cucumber. So, dang. What about uh? Let me turn it on you. What if you had to pick a fruit? Um, fruits are the ones uh with seeds, right? <laughs> well, I looked up so egg an eggplant. I think that's a fruit, right? Those are pretty soft. There's like a a fine line, fruit between fruits and veggies. Kind of like uh, tomatoes. That's a big dilemma. 
Yeah. I mean, I looked it up and it said that an eggplant was considered a fruit, I think. So um, I thought about that, but um, fruit. <laughs> Let's see here. Does, <laughs> does, does Drew qualify as a fruit? <laughs> hey! If you could pick up Drew and throw him at a kid, I guess. <laughs> um, what about like a. Ooh, I, I want I want some cantaloupes. If I can have multiple, I want cantaloupes and just whip them at them. That's what Dude, I give mean. me some green apples. I think, like, just I can throw pretty hard. So if you give me like a bag of ten green apples and he's a good fifteen twenty feet away, just let me try to pelt him. <laughs> green apples. Why green? I feel like those are just harder. Okay. Like if you get a Granny Smith, they're kind of smushy sometimes when they're not good. Just because they're called Granny doesn't mean they're old and squishy. I don't yeah, know what kind of Granny you've been catching. <laughs> I'm going to get a bundle of bananas and just make him chase me and keep throwing the peels behind me. Eventually, he'll wipe out. What about plantains? You can do a little bigger, cover a little more surface. What's that? Is that what they're called, plantains? They're like the... I really don't know what they are. I just know they're larger-looking bananas. I thought they were smaller bananas. No, they're like huge, I think. They're like double I'd the maybe, size. I'd throw some cuties at him, too, and just kill him with kindness, you know? It is true. Sean's size chart is a little different than ours. Like, <laughs> normal, normal bananas are small to him. Uh, I love it. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, uh, let's do some tailgating. So, first off, I will stay away from NFL for the time being, I guess. First off, uh, UFC, did you guys watch any of the fights this weekend? There was the big Connor versus Dustin fight. Did you guys see that? I had seen the highlights. I did not pay for the pay-per-view, but... Uh... The day after I watched through the, the highlights, pretty good fight. Nice, yeah. Drew, I, did you I watch him at all? I did not, but uh, I thought it was really weird. Did did he Connor look different to you? Yeah, it's because his head shaved. He like just looked older because of that. I think I don't know. It was just weird. I guess that's not what I mean by look different. Like, did he like was did he move slower than normal? Like, was he ready to oh. lose? Is that what the whole thing was? Yeah, he he seemed like a different Connor coming into it. So like he seemed like more humble. He wasn't like bragging as much. It was almost like he was like he like knows he's he's, done. he's not the same or something. Yeah, I mean he hasn't like right because like when they when they did the weigh in, he was like shaking his hand and you know like was really like nice and polite. It was weird to see. He only has two wins since 2016. Like it's been a while. Like he beat Cowboy, but that was like fighting your grandpa like with a cucumber and uh, <laughs> he, he, so like before that it was 2016 before he had a, a, a big fight like that and won. So I don't know, like he just looked slower. Like I knew he doesn't have a gas tank. He, I mean, he's notorious for that, but like it really was on display. Like he was all saying too. Cause Dustin was like, if I get him into the second round, like I just want to drag the fight out. Cause I know I'll beat him that way. And then he of course came back and he was like, yeah, I hope the fight drags out. But like halfway through the first round, you could tell he was just beat. Um, sure. but also Dustin apparently broke his leg from leg kicks. So that, I think that took a toll too. I think he was really feeling it. Oh, he broke his leg. Yeah. That's what Connor said after the fight. He said, he like walked up to him and backstage and he was like, you broke my leg motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like limping. So I don't know, but yeah, he, uh, he got him with some good leg kicks. He was like limping, but then he just had no gas tank. Like he was so freaking slow. Was, yeah. I think mcgregor's done he'll obviously pull money for other fights but I, he's he's washed yeah cool cool there was a dude right before him who fought though michael chandler he's fucking crazy he's like a he's a really good fighter just insane knocking dudes out so i'm excited to see him coming up um he should get one of those title fights soon in that division so 
let's see here. College basketball. Drew, rough weekend. Wisconsin had a rough weekend. We had a we had a loss uh, against number fifteen Michigan. I believe Iowa had a loss on yeah, Friday or Thursday. Wasn't good Friday night. Lost to Indiana. I I bet on it and I lost. And uh, it's time to move forward. Was that one of your? What did you call those bets? Where you just bet a lot to win a little on the winner? <laughs> a, ra- a Randy, Randy bet. <laughs> did it? Uh, did you do I, that? I luckily only put ten dollars on it. So nice. Well, they they only fell to number seven. Uh, I think the Badgers are at fourteen with the rankings today. So who did they lose to? I didn't see it. Michigan, number fifteen. Oh, Michigan. and now Michigan's oh. like out of. Michigan sports looks good. Yeah, they, I, think I mean, good. they have like an impressive. I forgot what it was, but they're like. Five and zero or something against their last like top fifteen ranked opponents, or it was some ridiculous like six and zero. It was some ridiculous, but um, they play well against good teams. NHL, the Knights are the number one team in the league right now based on points and records, so that's pretty awesome. Um, wild, I think they're up there. I think they're only like a game behind right now, but Sounds they're playing pretty decent. Uh, NBA, you guys got anything in the NBA? I heard they left on by the uh, Milwaukee Bucks here recently, huh? Yeah, a little bit, man. They uh, well they. They won yesterday, was it or Saturday? Yeah, yesterday? they beat Atlanta with yeah. the uh, without Trey Young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they didn't cover their spread, so <laughs> that's considered a letdown. What was the um, spread? Ten? Nineteen and a half. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Heat are apparently going to be using uh, COVID sniffing dogs to smell their fans as they enter the arena, and then we'll turn them away and give them a refund if they don't pass the sniffing what? dogs i don't get how you can train a dog to smell covid makes no fucking sense to me but honestly dude i've seen dogs do some crazy stuff like um there's a disorder called pots where it's like it's usually in adolescence and in early teens where you just like faint without any sort of signs like pre-signs and there's dogs that are trained to bark at you before you pass out like you yourself can't tell you're gonna pass out but the dog knows you're going to pass out. And there's been stories of dogs smelling cancer on people and stuff. It's weird. I, I mean, it's all real, real applicable things. But, like, how the hell do they smell COVID? Who knows? Let's see here. In the in the NFL, um, I know I said we're not going to touch too much because I'll talk on it a little later in Cody's Corner as well. But um, anything that kind of jumps out to you guys, we don't have to really touch the Packer game yet if we don't want to. But uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win it all. They're Chiefs just, are good. They're just I got to good. say – uh, one thing I saw this video. Buffalo Bills Bills fans are are different. They're a different breed. Uh, I saw this video of a a supermarket in Buffalo. They're they're like putting pins in a fucking Pat Mahomes cutout for like a for like a free <laughs> like discount. What the hell? It's for a discount? Yeah, it's like manager special. Check out hunger. I can't read it. Put a pin in Mahomes. Let's go Buffalo. That's funny. <laughs> They're they're also selling like folding tables in like the sporting goods sections of stores, and then I saw a Buffalo Bills fan just beat cancer, and then like his celebration oh, yeah, of beating yeah. cam- cancer, he got on a stool and he jumped through a table. That's pretty sweet. That was cool. Yeah, I saw it's a just, lot of the uh, the table fails this weekend too, where they're jumping off the back of a bus and just dude just, completely missed the table and lands on his ass. I'm like, that's gotta suck for the next well the rest of his life. It's gonna hurt, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was worth the video though, man. We'll get 500 yep. views and um. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> we can move on, head into the first quarter if you guys want, if you don't have anything else. Let's crank it out. Wrap it Do up, it. bro. All right, so first quarter. Uh, let's discuss the difference crowds make at games. Um, I mean, a lot of people have been saying, like, more away teams are winning now, uh, and there's just, like, some sort of advantage, or I guess it's more equal. 
Um, and I looked up some stats. Did you guys find any stats on this? I don't want to steal anyone's I, thunder. I did, but... I did, but go ahead. What Sean. was the topic again? I was daydreaming. <laughs> Discussing the difference crowds make at games and like away okay. teams winning more. Um, home teams are 127 and 128 in one this season. Um, first season ever with it being under 500. And home teams have outscored opponents by 14 total points this season overall. So that's 0.05 points per game, which is the second lowest ever. Um, Drew, what, what did you find? Did you find same stuff or what were you finding? Yep, that was exactly that. And I think that's crazy that that's the first time ever that's insane. that they've been below 500. Insane. And Vegas has favored home teams by 1.06 points per game, uh, which is also the lowest ever by a large, large margin. Um, which is another crazy stat. So it just goes to show you how important having those home crowds is. Um, yeah, I found those exact same stats that you guys did when I was doing my research. But the question is, there's some stadiums that allowed like 3,000 or 5,000 fans. Did that affect it at all? Is that enough to make a difference? Versus the, so. like Green Bay, like at Lambeau, they didn't have any fans all season. So obviously that's that's one of the fanless uh, stadiums. But do you think a couple thousand can make a difference? I think uh, at a certain point. I was looking that up actually, Cody. So the the normal decibel levels are like uh, eighty to ninety decibels, uh, and if you like, if you're exposed to that for more than eight hours, uh, you'll get ear damage or like a half hour of Leslie Jones or Kanye West. Um, <laughs> but uh, this year it was only around seventy, even with the uh, the crowd noise that they pumped in with it. So a little bit of a difference. But uh, I got a shout out to Nora Princiati from the Ringer because this is where I got most of my data from. I don't want to be a um, uh, plagiarism but uh i like how she, uh so the two chief losses this year were at home which i find pretty crazy and then uh the jets beat the rams in la which uh i'm sure la was glad the fans couldn't be there for that um and uh i got other stats here but what do you guys what do you guys got uh, as far as stat wise i mean those are mine so i mean what, what else do you have but i mean like obviously it makes a huge difference like if if the the stats kind of prove it almost. Um, so the question is why? Why? I mean, I think it's like a a, a men, like a mentality thing. Whereas, like, I'm sure even like coming out of the tunnel and things like that, like you're more hyped when you're seeing like the fans and like it's just like a different atmosphere, and you're just playing different. Like, I, I'm sure like after you make a big play, like when you get up from a sack and you like look up and there's nobody in the stands and like no real noise, like that's got to suck. Like I'm sure, I'm sure there's just a lot of those instances where like there's big plays or big hits or whatever. And it's just like, ah, it's kind of like deflating. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm guessing that's why. And I guess like it's easier to hear play calls, things like that. As far as like being in the away team, like you don't have to go into Seattle dealing with their whole freaking stadium, like breaking decibel records and you're trying to get in plays and you can't hear shit. So, I mean, you look at it that way as far as just a noise and, and away team advantage. I mean, that seems kind of obvious. Right. So kind of like what I was seeing was uh, like both ways, like the away team also likes to silence the crowd and there's yeah. no way of doing that. Uh, so you just, you have no steam or momentum when that happens. And then vice versa, obviously when the home team on defense is just going crazy, like you said, um, yeah. one, one game that got brought up was the saints versus Packers. Um, there was like three forty nine left third and three from uh, 30 and 27, uh, Demario Davis jumps on on Aaron Rodgers' hard count, and uh, he basically said after the game, he's like, any other time we played, he wouldn't even have been able to hear me do that, and yeah. uh, they 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 got a pass interference call. I think they won that game, but uh, yeah, 
Yeah, you're looking at 748 fans versus 75,000. Exactly. So. Yeah, like I think there's a limit. Like Cody, when you asked that question about like does letting some of those fans in, like when teams are letting like one or three thousand or something, like yeah, there's there's gonna be some little bit of noise, but at that point they're still pumping in crowd noise, so like it's still not the same. Like I think it has to get like above five thousand, seventy five hundred. I'm guessing like to like make some sort of impact, but. I don't know. What do you think, Cody? I think the way it is is like obviously there's momentum. Momentum's real in any game, whether there's fans or not. But when you play that spectator role into it, it just makes it that much worse. Like, say you're a receiver wide open and you drop a an easy touchdown, like that hurts a little. You know that hurts inside. But then you have all the fans booing and laughing at you. It's like you're gonna bury your head in the ground after that. It's gonna mess your head up the rest of the game. So, um, with that being said, I don't know where you're going with this, but what do you think that's going to do with Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl? Are they going to let people in? I mean, yeah, it's in I think Florida, Florida like, has no like, rules, so they said like, it's seventy five hundred vaccinated uh, Tampa Bay citizens. With so that being an Tampa away Bay. team, can they shoot off their cannon like the 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 Raymond James? You know how they have that pirate ship with the cannon? Do you think they can shoot that yeah, off? I have no idea what, but it's like if it's seventy five hundred citizens of Tampa Bay, you think that any of them are going to be rooting for the Chiefs? Also, like, fuck the NFL for putting that situation even, like, like fathomable. Like, anytime there's, like, a decent team that, like, has a chance, like, anybody in the top 10, like, potential for that upcoming season, they should not let a Super Bowl team. They did do it before Tom Brady yeah, uh, I know. came over. but And they just got to change it, you know. Then we're playing at the <laughs> Dolphin Stadium, man. Just move it down the, down the road. <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> we know they're that not. That's got to be a huge advantage, though, anywho. Yeah, it's insane. Like, that's. I don't know. I still think the Chiefs will destroy him, but um, yeah, I can't even imagine that. So uh, a few other things are like, <clears throat> we know how, how fans get yelling at their refs and stuff. And I think this year, I, I didn't look at what the stat was for like the calls against away teams and stuff, but like you have to, I'm assuming that it gets heavily favored or not favored, but like if the, if the fans are just screaming at the refs nonstop, nonstop, they're going to probably be biased eventually and make calls and stuff, which I don't think happened. That's more in soccer, I think, but uh, not so much for this. I don't know. And then lastly, like away teams, you know, it's a lot different than, 20 years ago, we have iPads, we have all this technology where they can sit there and study on the bus or the plane or whatever and do all this stuff. Before it was like, oh, you were in the locker room and then you have piece of papers and it's really not that much of a difference anymore with away teams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in like, terms with of the, preparation, with the player, like, or with like the ref biases and stuff, like getting yelled at from the fans, I'm sure they just love it. Like, like all they have to deal with now is just the players. <laughs> I'm sure they, they enjoy that a little more. But yeah. Um, have you guys seen anything in terms of which way it's trending? Has it been coming closer to 500 over the past year? It was 132, 123, and 1. See, so it's not far off. It only affected a handful of games, four or five games. But I think it's just trending that way, maybe because of technology, like you're saying, Drew, that away team has you know, the ability to study while they're traveling. And travel these days, I mean, it's not that hard. Sitting on a plane with all, all the leg room you want and – yeah, riding first class. In week 14, uh, Baker actually had to silence the crowd <laughs> so, <laughs> so he could make his play call. Well, <laughs> settle down, 750 of you. They were, that's because every, once everyone starts booing, like it gets pretty loud in there. <laughs> it, it was just his girlfriend, too. She was just yelling at him. Do the laundry or whatever she, he's always You're doing those commercials. Yeah. 
can you turn your video games down, you piece of shit? That's what she says to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right, you guys got anything else here? I mean, obviously, stats are trending that way. I guess we'll see, like, once fans are allowed back in, once every team, once we produce enough dogs to sniff everyone going into football games and we can get fans back in. Um, let's see if it, if it trends back the other way or if it kind of stays, stays even. We'll report back to you guys. A couple of years. <laughs> second quarter. Are we done there? Let's do, let's it. do it. All right. Second quarter. Um, what are your guys' favorite sports bars that you've been to? And do you like going to like any bars or do you personally like going to bars to watch games like with other people, like random people, like a big group of friends? Like, I guess what, what's your guys' preference on that? I'm kind of torn with it. It depends on the crowd, I guess. It depends on the sport too. Um, I think it's easy to have a good time at a sports bar or even like if, if it was just like a group of close friends at home with beer and some food, that's just as fun for me. So I guess it really depends. I don't know. Yeah. I like, uh, it, it does depend on the bar and like who I'm going with. If it's a large group, like I don't mind it, but like there's some places you go to watch games and it's just like, there's obnoxious people around you. Like, and sometimes I want to hear it unless it's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Like sometimes I want to hear the commentary, but, um, yeah, and it's like the chances that you get sat at a really shitty angle to the TV, and it's a really a sport that you really want to pay attention to every play. Uh, that makes it tough too. There's also times I like freak out, like, and it's probably like embarrassing for pe- like other people from the outside world to like see. So like I'm I might not want people to see no, that. I so, disagree. Like, I disagree, Sean. That's all a part of it. That's all a part of it. Like you're last- going to- Watch games. You you got to freak out. Like last night when that flag came <laughs> out, I I went insane, and my cat just stared at me real funny. So that was the only person judging me, I guess. You're probably gonna die soon, man. Mine. Uh, so I don't like to watch sports at Chili's because they have a two drink max, and you could be banned. But uh, I do like going to Buffalo Wild Wings, even though I gotta admit, Buffalo Wild Wings is is kind of going downhill to me. I'm not sure why. I don't know if the food's just not as good or, or the atmosphere. I don't know. But uh, dude, I tried to go to one the other night and uh, on Saturday night, and I was like, oh shit, it's probably gonna be packed because the fights. Well, they weren't showing the fights anyway. Walk in, and they probably only have like a fourth of the tables open and like two spots at the bar, so everything was taken, and like it wasn't even full, like at all. And they were like, yeah, you can wait 30 to 45 minutes for the next table. I was like, you can kiss my ass. And then I went to yeah. Culver's and same shit there. There was a line into the fucking road. Dude, was, I ended up getting Little Caesars. It was terrible. But anyways, oh, you were going to watch the game at Culver's? Dude, that's besides the point. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Buffalo Wild Wings, like, yeah, so, something's going downhill about them. Uh, any bar that has pull tabs, I, I like watching the games. Oh, uh, sign me up. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, college game day. Uh, it is fun to go to bars like um, what do you call those? Like uh, an I- Iowa Hawkeye bar is oh, what they yeah. call them in the cities or whatever. Ooh. But they're just so fucking packed yeah. that like you can't get a drink. But it's fun to like yell yeah. at the TV and stuff. Yeah. Um, B-52s in Invergrove Heights, that was always fun for me uh, in Minnesota because it's all Vikings and there's TVs everywhere, so that was cool. Um, I'll just throw off a few more quick. I looked at a list, and actually uh, Bar 508 in Minneapolis was on the list. Uh, I don't know if we've been there before. I yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I've been oh, there a <laughs> bunch. I, that's a Badger bar, actually. So, Is it? Yeah, I went there for a couple big Badger games last season. Uh, and then uh, Stadium View in Lambo was oh, on yeah. the list too. So uh, that's on my list for sure. Stadium View. 
And uh, lastly, uh, Sluggers in Wrigleyville. Um, I haven't watched a sports game there, but there's a batting cage. So I'm, I'm counting it. That's dope. That's dope. I love, yeah, I love any good sports bar with, like, activities. Like, I know with COVID right now, it's, like, a little weird. But, like, even if it's, like, golden tea, if it's pool, if it's darts, like, if it's, uh, yeah, if, if it's a little papa shot, like, some shit going on, like, that's always a, a good time. Or even, like, shuffleboard. Shuffleboard's fun. Underrated. I love shuffleboard. Very underrated. I think instead of the bigger bars, like the Anduzis and the stadium views, I kind of like the little dive bars. Like if you're comfortable there, they do the, you know, quarter, you can pick a number and oh, yeah. you can win raffles and free shots from the home team yeah, stores yeah. and little, little stuff like that kind of makes it fun. And it's usually not as packed as some of those bigger inner city bars. Um, I, I like that. Yeah. Those ones are cool when you're like sitting there and they're just like, yep, you get a free green shot and you're just like, what? All right. <laughs> Whatever like, this is. Yeah. Well, I think me and you went to go watch an Atlanta game somewhere in uh, where you used to live, that little small town. We went to a bar up there to watch the Atlanta. I might, I don't know if it was a playoff game or not, but they smoked the Packers. But um, I just remember, yeah, she like brought around shots when they scored and I was like, oh, this is a nice surprise. I don't know what bar it was, but. That was in Pulaski, yeah. Yeah, Pulaski is great. Great time. Um, Howie's in lacrosse. Shout out oh, to lacrosse. Yeah. Um, <coughs> even like, like we'd go to watch a lot of games there, but even just like if it's a brunch, just a, just a great bar in general. But yeah, definitely an awesome sports bar. Um, Brothers in Milwaukee can be kind of fun. Uh, don't go there a ton for games, but I, I know it's got a pretty decent atmosphere. Uh, same thing with like Loaded Slate down there. Loaded Slate's kind of small, but um, still fun. And then the sports page. Man, North Prairie. If you guys don't know where North Prairie, Wisconsin is, look it up. Sports page is probably on some lists out there, but that's that's a little dive bar. Um, you know, it's a it's a good time in there. It's a good time in there. And Pete, Sean, what was the what was the name of that bar? We when you were living in California, we went to that bar to watch that Badger game. Where was that? Do you remember that time? Yeah, it was fun, but it just gets so freaking crowded. It's like if you're waiting on a beer, that, that can be an issue. Yeah, and it was a like, tough game for us to watch. Like, found like the one Badger bar in like fucking L.A. and went to it, and it was just packed as fuck. We were like sitting outside, could barely see a TV, and we got I think it was Ohio State. It was a big Ohio State game, and they yeah. beat us. Um, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. But that's the one drawback. It's like if you want to get a beer, it can be a headache. Um, overly crowded, so you can't hear the TV all the time. It's fun. Either I just way. went to that that new Mecca place in Milwaukee. Um, they have like that huge TV. They have like one huge TV and then like a shit ton of other ones. And it's right across from Pfizer Forum. Uh, that was my first time there. I went there on Friday and it was, it's pretty awesome. Like the, t the big TV though, like we were sitting right at the bar. It was almost like too much. Like I never watched it like once. Like I was watching all the other TVs <laughs> and like that was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, like hurt your neck. And it's just like too many spots on the TV to look at. Like you can't see the play. Can't focus. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too big. It's because you're too um, tall, Sean. <laughs> but they have like an upstairs with like a cool overlook. So like that big TV would be perfect for that. But um, shout out to their old fashions too, by the way. Um, made me feel like complete shit. Uh, I only had a couple and they did you something. To me, so I, I don't know what they did. My buddy Ryan had two and he's like, he didn't wake up till 11. And he said he was like feeling like shit. Like I woke up and I wanted to puke. Like I was like sweating, dude. Something was in those. It was not a, a regular. Yeah, it wasn't the man. 20 shots you had before it. I dude, I was not taking shots, man. I swear to God. And Ryan, I can vouch for him. He literally had two of those. And those were his only two drinks. And he's oh, like, that dude, was it? yeah, dude, uh, it was, it, I was like, I, and then they were on, like so i don't know what they were but they were like three i think they were three or four dollar old fashioned so we're like oh a deal cool let's do it 
but something was not right about those, man. They were good, but some didn't sit right. Yeah. Um, Told me, I'm in. Yeah, let's go to the Mecca, get some old fashioned. <laughs> uh, you guys got anything else with the bars? Uh, my last thing is, uh, I went to this bar in Colorado. It was during uh, March Madness, and um, they had like a basically just a an open court to shoot a basketball. And I thought that was fucking awesome. Like, obviously, you have to go share the ball and stuff with everyone, but like, I love shooting and drinking, whatever. Yeah. There's a place in East Troy. It has like an outdoor. Um, hoop uh with like a net around it and shit it's pretty cool that is cool should we jump into halftime yeah it's going to halftime guys let's uh let's give cody's buddy joe i think his last name is mama right cody yep joe mama um mama let's give him a call born born and raised in wisconsin but he's a uh, citizen of minneapolis now so good split nice nice well we'll play some big three with him here we got three good topics for him and uh let's uh let's go ahead and give him a call Hello, Joey. Yes, sir. What up? It's Cody from the Brats and Beers podcast. How's it going? Doing right. How we doing? We're doing good. good. You're on with uh, Drew, Sean, and myself. You ready? What's for up, some... Joe? What's up, fellas? <laughs> you ready for a little trivia? From Minnesota. <laughs> Drew's from Minnesota, born and raised. Oh, really? Right on. Cool. So he likes all the same shitty teams you do. What's that? Cool. All right, Sean, you got the topics. I forgot them already. <laughs> yeah, we can start it here. Um, can you hear me fine, Joe? I can hear you, bud. All right, cool. All right, so the first one, we're going to start it in three seconds. Um, the first one in three, two, one is going to be with name three Wisconsin quarterbacks. Three Wisconsin quarterbacks ever? Yep. Yes, yes. Ba- Badger quarterbacks. Okay. John Majikowski, Daryl Bevel, and we'll go with Russell Wilson. All right. Name five Vikings wide receivers of all time. Of all time. Oh, okay. We'll go. Well, that's, that's nice and easy. Uh, we'll go with Jake Reed, Chris Carter, Randy Moss, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen. All righty. Name seven current Timberwolves players. Um, okay, seven to those players. All right, we'll start down the line with uh, Ricky Rubio, Malik Beasley, Jared Culver, um, Anthony Edwards, which is for, um, Carol Anthony Towns, and then uh, Jake Lehman, and we're going to go with the Wancho, Herman Gomez. Got it. All righty. Well, you didn't have to murder it so bad. Crushed it, dude. <laughs> I have, I had you at one minute and four seconds. A minute four. Well, I think what we're going to do is we do this throughout the whole season, and then uh, we have a tournament at the end of the year. Um, winner of the tournament, we, we give away some merch or some sort of a, of a prize. So I'm sure you're going to qualify with that. I don't want any, I don't want any Packer gear. Oh, it'll be, it'll be podcast gear or uh, a really big airhead of Aaron Rodgers, probably. I saw some Vikings clothes in the garbage next door. I'll take it out and send it to you. We'll we'll give you Kevin King. Uh, Are you already on waivers? I thought the Buccaneers were going to pick him up. Yeah, as a wide receiver. (laughs) 
Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for participating. Uh, we'll give you a ring at the end of the season here when we tell you what place you took. Awesome, fellas. Be good. All right. Take care, Joe. All right. Thank thanks, you, man. Joe. I went old school with some of those names. I know. Wait, it was Domikowski. Was he a Badger quarterback? Mm. Is that who he said? Yeah. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Damn. He was like the old quarterback who uh, was the quarterback before Brett Favre. Should we run on over to quarter three, boys? Do it. It's right. Our- all right, the third quarter, Cody's Corner. Cody's Corner. Cody, is it still corner or corner? How's the bets going over there? I took the weekend off. I was a casual sports fan this weekend. You know what I did, though, is um, I took the money I was going to spend on betting, and I bought stock in the company that I run most of my bets through. Um, Probably smarter. It's called, uh, no, they own Barstool now, or they Barstool runs their, their betting through them. Oh, is it uh, Penn, uh, Penn National Gaming? Yep, Penn, yeah. Um, so I took my money, I threw it right into there, um, got my stocks purchased today, and they took a 5% hit. So pretty much just like betting, um, except for I don't lose the entire lump sum of money, just little bits at a time because I show financial interest in something and it goes to shit. So, um, <laughs> That's where I thought I'd be smarter than the average person. Like, you know, don't buy the product, buy the company. So you got to wait yeah. for the dips, man. You got to wait for the dips. Back in like yeah. March or April, I, I was reading about Penn and they were saying like, buy them now. They'll have a spike, blah, blah, blah. It'll go up. And like, dude, like a week ago, they just had like some insane, like 25% spike, like in a day. Yeah. It went up like 300% since uh, November. Cause I think that's when they took over Barstool's online portion. Oh yeah. But they still deal with the they still deal with the casinos and the tables and everything, which is shut down right now. So that's still expected to take an uptick once this COVID stuff is is a thing of the past. I'm hoping so. We'll see. But um, other other than that, I was going to um, I was going to lay it all on the Packers and the over, and I am glad that I did not. Um, Yeah. Did you guys Did you guys bet on that game? I did not bet on any of the football. I didn't bet on like anything. I uh, yeah, no, I didn't. (laughs) let's go to drew's corner uh drew how'd it go tell us how much you won all right well friday night i was uh four for six i picked uh minnesota with the spread the wolves uh can you believe that against atlanta with trey young and they they won that i picked the suns uh, minus six uh um i could be wrong about that May have wrote it down. That doesn't, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I was like, well, well, they were at, they were at home. I don't know. Anyway, I took the Suns uh, minus minus five and a half. I uh, took the Pacers plus four and a half because uh, or I took the Magic against the Pacers plus four and a half because Evan Fournier was back. They got, they won that, and then I took Denver minus ten. Obviously, I lost the uh, the Iowa spread and I lost the Pelicans. But uh, the one thing I want to tell you guys about is um, on my uh, DraftKings sportsbook. You guys can't do that in Wisconsin. No. Damn. No. They do like this like odds boost thing. So you you opt in. And this is what they gave me, you guys. Over half combined touchdowns scored in any conference championship game yesterday. What? Over 0.5 combined touchdowns scored in NFL conference championship games. 124. And and, and so normally that's minus 10,000 odds. They give it to you at plus a hundred. What? Yeah, but you can only bet twenty five dollars on oh. it. But that's oh, just so free money. That's free here. money. Oh. Yeah, 
it's free it's money. Like, it's free money. They do it all the time, and it's like just as long as you keep paying attention, just keep going. That's, That's free money. Wild. That's like free money they're giving you. Dude, if you had money that was free, it would be that. I don't get it. What would you do if you put twenty five bucks on it? And no one scored a fucking touchdown. <laughs> Just fucking 35 field goals all the if, if that happened, I'd have to freaking start putting money on, down on pen. <laughs> Just buy the company. Dude, that's free money. That's insane, though. That's pretty awesome. I'm kind of jealous that you have that. And uh, I... I think I'm opting out of the Bovada game. It's just way too many fees. It's like it's like if you put in a hundred, you gotta end up paying a hundred and twelve, and then there's an international transfer fee of like twelve ninety five through your credit card company, and then to withdraw money, there's restrictions. I'm gonna wait. I think until either DraftKings or FanDuel um, comes to Wisconsin, it, it's got to do it eventually. Otherwise, I'll just try to find a bookie and have them break my knees. There's the fee of like them stealing your bank account information and all that shit too. So. <laughs> That's yeah, my favorite. That's why I use Brianna's credit card number. I can actually, if you guys want to, <laughs> too, let me read it on air here. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> the one bet I had, it was how many touchdowns will be scored on Kevin King, and I had um, three and a half over. I took that. I won that. So, Dude, but the odds were garbage on that. It was only like minus 100. So. <laughs> it was minus 800 because they knew it was going to happen. Are we going to talk about that game? All right. So one thing I want to talk about real quick, um, we can we can dive into that too, but along with like betting and everything. So I don't think like I, I will never, I don't think I can bet on like NBA or like any of that shit. Like professional sports is too weird for me right now. So listen to this new podcast. I guess it's not new. It was like 2019. Are we going to dive into this? Are we going to do this right now? Are we doing yeah, we this? are. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going to make a whole quarter of it, so I didn't do any research. Oh, we're doing it right now. Um, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just going to do like little little touching point. I'm, I'm trying to get the guy who did this podcast onto the show, so I'm going to try to get him on. Uh, his name is Tim Livingston, so shout out to him. He has a podcast called Whistleblower, and it's all about like the Tim Donaghy scandal. Like He got caught for refing um, and, and betting on games and fixing games and manipulating games. So basically this whole podcast is about like talking to him. Um, he was in with the Gambino crime family. So he's in with the mob. They're paying him on his payroll along with other refs that they haven't named. Um, there's just like insane amounts of stats about like, I mean, obviously he's betting on games, but he would also know like who, like he could look at a, uh, 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 schedule for that night and see what refs are are on which games and he would know which way to bet it because he knows which refs have player biases and just how they ref games um so he would win 80 percent of his bets and he said he wanted to lose every now and then just so it wasn't like crazy suspicious but the he, he was in with the mob like they were just listening to all of his bets um and there's a difference like they call it like rigging games is calling fouls that are phantom fouls and then there's manipulating games which is calling fouls or not calling fouls that are there um, or just like playing it two by the book uh, and calling fouls that should be usually called, but usually aren't. Um, so it's actually like not even breaking rules. It's just manipulating it in a way that most people usually don't uh, kind of crazy. And they also like the NBA goes and tells their, their refs, like it's a, it's an entertainment industry before a sports industry. Um, they have different before every playoff game. They meet with the refs and talk to them about um, what they what they need to look for in certain games. Like if teams up 2-0, they'll be like, oh, watch for this in this game, which isn't necessarily telling them, like, let this team win. But it's more of like, 
hey, watch this. So then this happens. And like, there's crazy instances like the, the O2 Western Conference Finals was the Kings versus the Lakers. Uh, in the fourth quarter, the Lakers shot 26 or 27 free throws. Um, which is absolutely insane. There was a Charles the, during the Charles Barkley era, uh, era. There was a game. The Suns ended up shooting sixty four free throws um, in the game, which is absolutely ridiculous. Oh my gosh! They got fifty seven of their points from free throws in the game, and like, there's just it's it's insane. It's insane. I'm like almost done with this podcast, and it it's kind of ruining the NBA for me. Like, and they're talking about. Do you guys know who Dick Bavetta is? Do you remember Dude. him? Like. Did he make that betting site? <laughs> no, he was like that really old ref. Um, he like kissed kissed Shaq on the lips. Remember that what? at that All Star game? Do you remember that? They like were in a race and then they kissed on the lips. But he he was like this really old ref. But uh, he like th- like everyone thinks that he was in on shit too because like every one of his games there would be like crazy like stats and just like he's fucking shit up all the time. So yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Sean, I just want to say, shout I'm out to all, that. I'm always for the conspiracy, and uh, I, if one guy's doing it, there is 75 percent of them are doing it. That, that's I what he was. Know it. That's what he'd say. He's like, dude. He's like, the NBA he said David Stern wanted to cover it up as a solo like man thing just to kill it. So he's like, yep, Tim Donaghy was the only one isolated situation just to kill the <laughs> kill the story. So that's how it was. And Tim Donaghy's like, dude, I know he'd like. They, on the podcast, they're calling these guys and like, oh, who's in this game? And like, they even go to a, a Nuggets game and go bet 500 bucks on the Nuggets to cover the spread. And this Scott Foster dude, who's like a notorious ref who like kind of fucks shit up and like is a is a wild card. There was a it was a it was at five points. It was a five and a half spread. Five points. Team misses a free throw. The other team gets the rebound. And I think it was Philly. And they're fouling Embiid. So it would have put him over the spread. He wouldn't call the foul. They fouled him for like 10 seconds. Wouldn't call the foul. Game ends. What the? <laughs> finished, finished under the spread and, and Embiid's an 80% free throw shooter. It's like shit like that is absolutely yep. insane to me. I, I know this like probably doesn't relate, but I think it was this weekend. Um, Freaking Draymond, he was yelling at Wiesman and he got teed up for it and ejected. And they, they actually after the game went through it, he's not going to get fined for it and stuff, but weird, weird, huh? Isn't that weird? The first interview of the podcast is with Rashid Wallace. And he's talking about, there was a game. He wasn't even near. um, I think it was Tim Donaghy. Yeah, it was Donaghy. Wasn't even near him. Like during the play, there was a foul called and he's just like chilling over by coach. Donaghy tees him up. And then he's like, wait, what, what did I do? And he like goes over to question him, tees him up and tosses him out of the game. And then he confronted him in the tunnel after the game. And he was like, he was like, Hey dude, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, I know what you're doing, man. I know what you're doing. And was like pretty much saying, I know you're cheating. I know you're fixing games. And, uh, NBA fined him $1.2 million for saying that. And then a couple years, a couple years down the line, uh, Joe Dumars, who I think was in the front office of the NBA at that time. I'm not sure though. Um, calls up Rashid while Rashid's on vacation. He said, Hey man, remember that 1.2 million? You were right, man. He was cheating. They didn't give him his money back though. <laughs> yes. Hey, but it makes you feel good about it. Didn't, didn't give his money back, but he's like, I fucking knew Vindicated. it. He's like, I knew he was. And then, I mean, Donaghy only went to jail for like two years or something. And he's back out doing his thing. 
driving a Range Rover still. Like, obviously, he's he's doing fine. But um, Rasheed Wallace also earned 156 million in his career, so it's a drop yeah. in the bucket, but still. I mean, he wasn't crying about it. He was just saying, like, at that time, he's like, it like sucked. Like, that's a lot of money just for confronting oh, God, a guy yeah. who's cheating. It's a. <laughs> so, what does that make your? How does that change your perspective on entertainment now? Dude, just like what, like. It it's almost like the regular season and shit like doesn't like nothing almost matters like it sucks like as a sports fan it's like they don't they talk about how they don't want like small market teams to make it they're like they know they'll take a hit they know that the casual fan in the playoffs what doesn't watch until it's after game four so like if it's two and zero in a series like they'll try to swing it the other way as as long as it gets to game five game five or game six gets more than game five game seven obviously gets the most. Um, and then that goes into TV deals too. So like with TV, if it's a, if it's a sweep there, that TV station or network is looking for make goods or payment of some sort to come back to them for those games that are missed. So it's all a fucking money entertainment industry. Like they're just looking for the money. They want to be able to pay out, give, give them the most for their sponsorships. And then it also helps with like resigning them too. If they're getting all game sevens series, like they'll come back. So it's, I remember it, talking. It just ruins it. It ruins it. I don't know. We were it's talking weird. a few years back. Um, I think it was during the touchdown interception. I think that came with the Seahawks and the Packers. And someone was looking through some sort of, it wasn't a contract the NFL had done, but something about their bylaws. And they said that they can alter game endings um, legally because it's their business and it's entertainment. And it's, yeah. it's printed. Like they, they printed it for the public to see. And we're all still buying the fucking gear, betting on the sports. Yep. I also did read something, um, a sports better. He's an expert, whatever, again, whatever that means. But he bets on, like, he doesn't bet on any major games. He bets on, like, the small, like, say the say Charlotte's playing. Timberwolves. Someone, yeah, the Timberwolves. Like, he'll bet on those games because that's just, like, two bottom-dwelling teams or middle-of-the-road teams that aren't going to be, like, oh, we need this team to make the playoffs type of thing. And he said he's got a lot more, a lot, a lot better luck winning those games versus – betting on the Super Bowl or betting on the NFC yep. championship game because there's not as much money involved for the market. Yeah. The thing is like with those like series, like say in the NBA, if there's a seven game series, like if a team does go up two Oh, like unless they're absolutely dominant and like the other team is just complete shit, like, and the refs can't control it that much. If it's like even somewhat close, like if a team's down two Oh, like it's almost like a no brainer to bet that third game for that underdog, that team that's down. Like if, if that's like the buy, but like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to hear that it's, and the thing is, like, it can't be, can't really be regulated. Like, it it doesn't matter. Like, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, the rest right. like Cody work said, for them. It, yeah. it's, it's printed in the, yep. in the you document. You can't do anything. And, like, the point is, like, like, Mark Cuban is notorious for, like, yelling at, like, refs and, like, getting heated and saying that they're cheating all the time. And he's like, if if the rules are the same for everyone, why do they need to have a meeting with the refs before every single game to talk through things they should look for and like different th- it's like it's like no it's it's the same rules every game it should be the same rules for everyone for every game but it's not and uh it it kind of fucking ruins it it's like it's shitty but it'll it'll change your perspective so whistleblower check it out guys um, Sean, I want him on this podcast Dude, I'm trying I'm, I'm trying man I just reached out to him today um it's it's not like he has like an insane amount of followers and shit. Like he's obviously doing shit on his end, but uh, I think it's I think it's doable. How many oh. times? How many finals? NBA finals in the sixty eight, sixty nine years of the NBA? Do you think there were? 
How many what? I'm sorry. Final sweeps. Is it less than five? No. Less than 10? Nine. Yeah. So nine out of 68 years or 69 years, which I mean, that's two of the best teams, right? So you shouldn't expect a sweep. But but still. Think about how strong the like the West was for a long time compared to the East. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it was for a while two different leagues like there's a lot of there's a lot of weird shit just listen to it and then like i i think about it i'm like why why wouldn't that translate into the nfl it's like you see that packer game and like there's holdings and pass interferences all game nobody's calling them they're letting them play which is great like let them play both sides and then that last play of the game uh a a penalty flag gets thrown on the pi meanwhile there's a holding in the backfield meanwhile murphy bunting bitch ass has been holding and Pass interference. I hate that dude, by the way. Um, Me too. He was he was doing that shit last week too, and just a shit talker. Um, here's an here's another stat. So since uh, 1947 in the NBA, there's been 89 first round sweeps, which is only 27.8 percent. Which you think would be higher the first round, a top seed against a, someone who snuck in. Um, so I guess that probably says a lot right there. Only 20 percent of semifinals have been ended in a sweep. 15 uh, percent of conference finals and ending in a sweep so it gets lower as the games get bigger but also the, the quality of you know competition is a little bit higher it's it's yeah i mean like that kings uh series the the 2002 against the lakers like to this day like chris weber is pissed about it like he said something to Shaq. he's like yeah it was only eight on five like it was your guys's talent and some dirty ass refs that's all it took to beat us and shit like that but like Kobe Bryant elbows Mike Bibby in the face, breaks his nose in that game, gushing blood. They call a foul on Bibby. Like they had, like I said, they shot 26 free throws in the fourth quarter, um, which is absolutely fucking unreal. And then they beat him in game six to take it to seven and, and beat him back home in LA or uh, LA one back home. So those refs aren't lucky. They're lucky that I wasn't playing because I'd make like four of the 26 free throws and <laughs> I'd fucking just blow, blow out the refs. Me too, the, man. The, the Bucks would be undefeated this season from the refs helping us, but Giannis misses all his free throws. They're trying. They're like, man, you guys shoot better than 55%. We're trying I to mean, help you here. I guess the Celtics. He fought, was it the Celtics game when he fucking missed the game winner? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys got to listen to it. It's a quick listen. I mean, I mean, I'm still going through it, but it's like 10 episodes maybe. Um, mind-blowing. Mind-blowing shit, though. It's free money. And, and all they worry about is the spread. <laughs> All right, I got you. My, my, my only comment is we can't blame that pass interference on the Packers' loss. That's not why they lost. It, no. is, it was a bullshit call, and I agree with you. The narrative, I, I've said, it, I've said it all week. Fucking Tampa Bay Super Bowl, Tom Brady without Bill Belichick. It's just like, what are the odds? Storybook fantasy. But look at, I mean, look at this too. They got two. They got the all-time. They got their goat. They got Tom Brady going to his tenth Super Bowl against the suspected, the fa- you goat. know, the new goat. They, they want that match. I know. They want it to be a That's passing of the torch. They're going to want Mahomes to win that game, so it can be like Brady passing on the torch to Mahomes on his second Super Bowl. Um, it's a perfect storyline. I mean, if Aaron if Aaron Rodgers goes and and wins the Super Bowl, it's good for football because a lot of people want to see Rodgers succeed. I think because he's had a, you know pretty awful career with the Packers in terms of championships, but it doesn't draw as much fandom. It doesn't draw as much money. Right. And watching as a, as a, not a Packers fan, I, I, I threw my hands in the air watching that because, uh, like, I'm like, I was texting you guys. I'm like, here it comes like classic Aaron Rodgers comeback, And then, then they made the stop. And then here comes the flag. And I'm just like, 
what the? Five minutes later. Holy just- shit. Dude, there was, the one thing about that last, and this is the last thing I'll say about that game, that penalty was, I had enough time to like stand up, cheer, we were high-fiving because it was a pretty big stop, right, and right. then the flag came on. And then if you look I at the replay. already, and then they're like, no, no, everyone come back, come back. <laughs> If you look at the penalty in the rule book, it says it's usually thrown if the ball is catchable. If you look at that ball, even if he had an extra step that is overthrown and too far away from him, so I don't think it was a catchable ball, even if he wasn't touched. Right. Yeah, I don't think so, Drew. You you are right though. Like they had plenty of opportunities. Like Rogers went over, yelled at the defense to make a fucking stop. They get a couple interceptions in a row, and we do absolutely nothing with it. So um, there were opportunities that were given to us. Um, but, but, I, but unfortunately, that's just the shitty thing about fucking sports too. Like they'll call, they won't call, make calls all game, and then they'll make one at the fucking end. It happens yeah. all the time. Not just against, not with just just the goat. It happens all, all the time. Also, I don't, no, I was just gonna say, I don't know what was uh, up Lazard's ass, but he like. Why didn't he dude, catch he, that ball? He fucked up so many plays yesterday. Like he fucked up a, a screen. He was supposed to do a, like an illegal screen for Adams instead of going under and chipping Adams dude runs over the top of Adams that was on a touchdown that's when Rodgers tried to go three times to Adams and we ended up kicking the field goal um oh yeah yep. I mean Rodgers missed that first throw uh he missed Tunyon was wide open on the next one across the middle just standing there wide open yeah. and then Lazard fucked up the chip play where he's supposed to to screen the the cornerback so Adams that's when Adams turned around I was bitching at him that's who he pointed to he's like what the? he was super pissed um Should Adams be. Adams missed the free play throw to or uh Rogers missed the free play throw to Adams down the wide left side open, wide, wide open, open. I didn't like, see that there's plays he could have kept that's when he threw it to Daphne who the fuck like you throw it to this yeah. fullback looking ass and hey, he's looking at the tight end give him some respect dude I every time every time that there's a free play Rogers goes deep to Adams or MVS and he throws it to Daphne who's like double covered I just don't get it Velma would have caught it exactly so they hey, fucked if, them. They did fuck themselves. If someone but, from the future came to you and said the Packers are going to have three interceptions, Rodgers will throw for 350 yards and three or four touchdowns before that game, would you put your money on the Packers? Yeah. That's sure. that with those stats, you got to win. Like you yeah. can't have three turnovers, have a good game through the air, and lose by five. It just that's not acceptable. And it truly doesn't come down to that one play, but it also kind of does. Right. Also, that's we should have gone for it on fourth, but whatever. <laughs> Quarter four. Let's do it. Um, let's talk about some funny, like hypothetical sports scenarios. So, like players playing in different sports, like dream matchups, just like just weird shit. Like, I'll give you an example. This is one that I thought of that I thought was would be pretty funny is having an NBA starting like NBA starting fives racing against each other in like a five by one hundred like baton race. Like, I think that would be pretty fun. So, so really quick, Sean. So. In uh, my senior year of high school in Minnesota, we we're not allowed to be in track because you have to pick a, you have to pick a sport, either baseball or track. Uh, Same thing with golf; you can't be in golf. You got to pick a, pick a sport. Um, and we made this big thing because you know, like we were gonna race the track team, the baseball team versus the track team, and uh, it never came to fruition because uh, I don't know why. But thinking about it now, like people probably would have got hurt, or you know, that that would have been dumb. So it's it's kind of similar to that. So the what track they, team playing baseball or us racing them, 
I, I think that we had a lot of fast guys. I'm not saying me necessarily. I was, I was pretty quick at the time, but we had some pretty quick guys who should have been out for track. And uh, But there is the form. There's the starting gun. There's all that stuff that I have no idea even what to do. <laughs> but just imagine them playing baseball. You know, it's the it's exact same. So anyway, keep going. No, I'm just saying it would be funny. Uh, another one, you could do like a four by 100 with like NFL linemen or some shit, like offensive lines, like doing that shit or like, I had like NFL linemen playing tag on like those professional courses that they have, you know, where they're like, trying to run over like bars and shit, like oh, duck sure. under yep, shit. Like yep. that'd be fucking hilarious, though. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair because that whiff, that offensive lineman would be holding everybody from the Buccaneers. So everyone, <laughs> their team would win for worse, sure. Worse, Whatever, worse. fucking whiff. What a douchebag. Um, I think what would be really fun is to get two starting fives from the NBA and have them play hockey, like a regulated hockey game. I One because it. the skates make you taller than shit anyway. So, like, they'd go to check someone on the board and they'd be so tall they'd flip over the glass or something because their <laughs> knees are at the glass height. Um, and it'd be funny to see Giannis on some skates. Yeah, it would. I thought about the same thing, Cody. If, if hockey players played football, the game would take forever because they'd fight after every play. <laughs> it'd be like the Blitz. It'd be like an NFL Blitz. Um, okay, I actually did some research here, and uh, I'm not sure how I feel about this. But, uh, okay, so let's say LeBron James – Okay, so let me give you his stature here. He's 6'9", he weighs 250 pounds, his vertical is 40 inches, and uh, they don't do the 40 40 in the NBA, which sucks because I'd like to know that, Uh, but he says he can run a 4'6". How many tiers per minute does he have? What's that? Tiers per minute? He's averaging 0.5 per minute, I heard. When he's crying all the fucking time? Oh, um okay but let's let's do uh who's the who do you think is the biggest uh wide receiver in the league currently yeah um, like tallest or like what do just DK, like what do you think so dk 229 so like basically nothing on lebron but uh his vert, he has a vert julio 63 220 well, i thought he was bigger than that and it, but dk has a vert of 40.5 which is better than lebron so and he's faster uh, anyway, so I was thinking maybe not LeBron as wide receiver, but what about a linebacker? That'd be LeBron. I think he would be a good tight, a tight end. end. Yeah, tight end. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yes, tight end because Aaron Donald he's six one two eighty four. Just yeah, a he's freaking brick. Yeah, try moving that dude. Big boy. He runs a four point six eight forty. That's faster than us. Damn, freaking wild. <laughs> That's faster than us. Um, so I'll move forward here, but uh, this was actually on a part of my take. Shout out Big Cat. They did one about like making a handball team out of like all the players in the U.S. Like any professional team, because like we don't. That's not like, really a sport we, uh, you know, obviously watch. And but I over, play that, I play that every night before bed. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at it. Anyway. Uh, they Practice. they interviewed a handball guy and he said no way like I've been we've been playing this since I've been four you know blah 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 I think he's wrong but handball is like not a sport where it's played on like a basketball court so like conditioning and whatnot is like nothing and like throwing styles and all this stuff so, so I'll keep going so like but soccer soccer you have to be like really conditioned for that sport I feel like the running involved and whatnot. I think the, high school, skill out, yeah. the skill in soccer outweighs the conditioning. It's like 
the things that those guys can do with a ball with their feet is just insane. The like accuracy would, and everything that you need is absolutely it's crazy. That's I why mean, I was can, you, can you imagine like NBA players playing soccer? You think they'd be good? I don't no. think they'd be no, good. I've no, I've seen Sean play soccer. <laughs> I mean, like you'll get, <laughs> you'll get some of those guys like Giannis, like he wanted to be a professional soccer player growing up, like Steve Nash and shit. Like you'll have those outliers, mm-hmm. but like, I mean, you'll have like, that for a lot of, did you guys, uh, did you guys see that highlight? It was, um, Luca. Someone had heaved like a full court buzzer beater and airballed and Luca ran underneath the basket this weekend and he caught it with his feet and he like caught the ball and started juggling it from a whole a full court pass he was able to control the, the ball control was impressive you guys have seen that? Euro- Europeans jeez so yeah. my, my, my my next thing is uh and it, there's always outliers no matter how you yeah. look at it but like let's let's use Randy Johnson okay Randy Johnson was 6'10 225 pounds can you imagine some of these like basketball players pitching like Giannis or uh, you know LeBron James? I guess he's six nine. Like that that wingspan throwing a ball has to be there has to be something to it, right? It'd be hilarious. No, I'm being like like Randy Johnson threw heat and he's six ten. So it, does it have to do with height? Is it just like repetition and like how, like the re- it's all got to be on the release and like just the mechanics of it right. like that's the thing is like that's so broken down and like mechanics and shit it's like yeah i feel I, like you could be any like, height yeah but. pedro martinez you know he was he wasn't tall like all, yeah. all that stuff roger clemens same thing but just curious if there's something to it or not yeah i mean that's that's interesting i think it was just like like you said there's those outliers and i think it's just you know he pro- he was probably pitching and he probably like was pitching before he was that tall and like hit a growth spurt and it just kind of st- like stayed the same like as far as mechanics and his arms just got a little longer <laughs> yeah, true that though it's, it's all about fundamentals what i thought was cool was uh calvin johnson yeah he's 6'5 236 his vertical's 45 inches i think that's the one of the highest in the league Damn. So with this, re- with this conversation, which sport harbors the best athletes? Ooh. We weren't prepared for this. <laughs> um, Welcome all to around world. athletes. Like, I think uh, I think running backs in the NFL, the way they can bounce off tackles and keep their you balance. Said sport. And, yeah, no, I'm saying like I think that they're probably some of the better athletes on the field, being a running back or a wide receiver, where they can evade tackles and, and catch the ball and everything. But then you look at basketball has really good athletes, but it's a different kind of athleticism. I mean, you could say that about a lot of shit. Like, I guess, like, ath- athletic ability, football probably has m- the most, I would say. Yeah, I think NFL does. I think NFL has the most athletic people. Uh, there's obviously crazy athletes in other sports, um, but I think that. They're definitely the most durable. Like I would, I want to say strongest. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, like you said, Cody, running backs. Like, how can they take hit after hit like that? It is kind of crazy. Like some of those guys, like some of those hits they'll take, they'll pop right back up. I'm like, damn, it's impressive. So, so let's let's change. Okay, so like if NFL players played in the MLB, that doesn't really work, does it? Like if you didn't throw a baseball your life, I mean, but it'd be fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, like, there's outliers though, like Russell Wilson and like other guys who have either been drafted or like could have been drafted. So, like, it I guess it just depends on like what you're at home. Yeah. This reminds me of a story, Drew. So, when we were in college, I would put myself as being fairly strong and somewhat athletic. And we went back to Cass and Manorville and we went to your old baseball field. <laughs> and we were just trying to see who could hit over the fence. You remember that day? 
I do. And like, I didn't swing a bat as often as you did. Like I didn't play baseball through high school and it was hard. I think I got maybe one out of however many times we tried to even get to the fence. And you were, I mean, you were consistently hitting them over the top. Um, not saying that you're, you're weak or non-athletic, right, but it's like, right. I feel like I was in really good shape and I just couldn't do it. There's a technique to it and there's something about it. It's like, you can't just transition sports that way. Granted that's a very low grade transition for us being binge drink college kids, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, well, I, and th- I'm going to bring you up now, Cody, because uh, you didn't play basketball in high school and mm-hmm. uh, throughout intramurals, I watched you become the most improved player every single year. I you won were, that award? You're going to tell you me at, 12 years later? You were MIP, man. I won a trophy. He was so good at getting rebounds and me going, give me the fucking ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> And he would give me the ball. It'd be great. <laughs> no, no, he was though. You got very like, good at shooting. You, you were, you're a good basketball player, man. When he first started, like I've never seen somebody like be so nervous with the ball. And then by like halfway through, like I did go on a little tear there when I'd invite you guys player. over to Northwestern's campus and I'd womp on you guys and some one on one. You were good, man. You were in shape. I, I was freaking hung over. But uh, yeah. no, we'll give it to Tyler for for least improved, right? <laughs> the most half court shot shot in the game <laughs> not when you need half court shot yeah to, to sum this all up um wow what what i guess nfl is the hardest sport right i would i would agree with that i guess yeah this kind of got off track but uh yeah i mean at most athletic um some of those other scenarios though that i did have that i wanted to get out like there were some individual ones that i had which were like Tyson versus Ali, like Shaq versus Kareem, Kobe, Jordan, uh, Shaq, Yao. Um, you could also do like what would be pretty fun is like Shaq versus Yao in tennis or something like that. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty fun to watch. It would be funny. And then, it would be, uh, yeah, it would be funny to have like NBA players in NASCAR, but they'd all have like hydraulics, so they're all bouncing their cars <laughs> and no one's racing. <laughs> um, jockeys, like horse jockeys. I think it'd be funny if they were like. Jack being a jack. <laughs> that too. If they like jousted though, like the little dudes on horses and then they jousted like in the old days. Oh my gosh. Like those things would mess them up. But like, and I think baseball players playing dodgeball would be kind of fun to watch. Like that, that'd be something cool to like actually watch. Like, dude, they throw their arms out. You were throwing like a wiffle ball as hard as you can. Freaking ouch. You guys got anything else here? Any other scenarios or what do you guys, what do you guys got? Um, okay. So, if if there was a time where okay, you get to pick three guys from the NBA to be on your NFL team, who would you pick? Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> I mean LeBron. Center. LeBron's probably a no. Fuck you. LeBron's At this age, no yeah, um, just right now. Currently, I don't think. I, I mean, LeBron's really, really good, and he's defined the odds. I mean, he's got a lot of wear and tear in his body. I think that he'd get hit if he got popped once. I mean, a thirty-seven-year-old tight end would who hasn't been hit like that before would probably not do too well. I think like Russell Westbrook would be like a good running back or some shit just cause he's just crazy. You know, he'd be he like Nelly. He'd be like Nelly in uh, the longest yard. Yeah. <laughs> you just need someone maggot thing like that. <laughs> and then, uh, Nikolai Jokic would be my quarterback. <laughs> cause he just throws fucking dimes. Dude, he does though. He wouldn't move, but he has no, no. That's a tough one. I feel like they're all tight ends. Like, what about like Anthony Davis? Like, he's pretty tall, right? He's like six, eight, nine. Yeah, what the fuck's he gonna do? Yeah, wide receiver, man. He'd get blown. I, up. Lo- I looked. You want to get uh, six yards off the line every time? <laughs> I, 
I looked up uh, who's the fastest in the NBA, and there's, like, no um, stats. So, like, it's just like, oh, he can run up the court so fast. He can oh. juke and jive. There's, like, nothing that explains it. They said uh, Isaiah Thomas. He's, like, the fastest right now. I think John Wall, is. he's fast as hell. But look, at it, look, I think it would be easier to go the other way. Like, if you took NFL players and went to the NBA, I think there's a lot better – chances of those people succeeding even though you do see a lot of kids come out of college playing basketball and get drafted as a tight end i think jermichael yeah. finley played basketball um like d hop play oh that's college. interesting though because like like these verticals i'm talking about lebron's vertical is 40 i mean how, how important is a vertical in, in the nba i would say a lot right yeah very and calvin johnson's is 45 gosh guy. i wish he wasn't a lion Damn, yeah. Speaking of not being Lions, we didn't touch on Matthew Stafford not being Ooh, a Lion. Yeah, that's wild. All because of the OC, is that why? Or is he going, coming to the Packers after Rodgers leaves us? Do you I want think, him? No. I think he'll go to the Colts. You think so? He might. Yeah. Sounds like a nice fit. Or he could go to the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Or he could go to San Fran. Or he can go to Houston. <laughs> All right, should we do a quick overtime, guys? Yeah. All right, let's do a quick overtime, some name game. I'll go ahead and spin right now. It almost landed on the Broncos, but it went to the Orlando Magic. Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. I'll go, then Drew, then Cody, if that's cool. <laughs> what is Oh, let, me take, let me take it off that screen. Damn it, you fucker. All right, let's take this. All right, now I can see you. Um, we're going to go with uh, Aaron Gordon. Mark hey, hey, Ron. Um, Who are we doing the magic? Uh, Who'd you oh, say? Drew? Markel. He said Markel. Okay. The Orlando uh, magic there. Uh, okay, so we'll be uh, <laughs> Dwight Howard. Nice. Uh, Vukovic. Shasquiel O'Neal. Isaacs, forget his first name. Um, Hardaway. Evan Fournier. Nice. Uh, Jameer Nelson. No, it's Cody. Jameer Nelson. <laughs> you Fuck took me. it right off the tip of my tongue, dude. I hate you. Oh, that's a good one. Dude, good good one to think of. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. I hope that wasn't my last time I could think of. Oh, we're going to go Stan Van Gundy. This shit is magic. Stan Van Gundy. Lil Wayne, Wheezy. Oh, um, all right, I'm out. I got a few magic on my fantasy team. Um, God, it's like free money. Horace Grant. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Trace McGrady, baby. How's it go? Nice. No. Can you finish this off, Sean? Um, fuck. We're going to go with, um, damn, the magic. It's kind of tough. It's harder than I thought it would be. Terrence Ross. Yep. JJ um, Reddick was who I was fucking thinking uh, of. JJ. I said JJ Berea. My bad. Um, all right. So thank you guys for listening. End of the episode here. Um, don't forget to follow us, subscribe to us, do all that. Leave us some reviews on uh, Apple or whatever you listen on. Um, send us some topics or anything you guys are thinking of. We'll obviously keep pumping them out here, but we do want to talk about what you guys want to hear. Um, don't forget to go buy some merch. We have another sale coming up um, February 2nd through the 5th. It's going to be 20% off again. So take full advantage of that, Cody. And uh, go to Spreadshirt.com. The link is on our Instagram or any of our social media. 
go check it out. Um, I do keep trying to go to buy a, buy gear, but I always type in Spread Eagle and then I get sidetracked. <laughs> uh, well, your wife has already bought something and you haven't. But um, all right. Well, thank you guys for another episode and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.